Attention millennials, have you ever thought about winning the lottery? Now don't act like you haven't. I know you have, everyone has. Today Dave is going to talk about the greatest wealth transfer in history. Their baby boomer parents are set to leave them $68 trillion. But hold on to your horses because Dave has a little bit more to add to the story and why you'd be prudent to save for your future anyway. Good day and welcome to the Save Like Dave podcast, where we are on a mission to help you save and win with your money on almost any income level. Dave retired at 55, traveled the world, and lived abundantly, all while making well under $50,000 a year his entire career. Now it's your turn. Let's take your financial dreams to the next level. Today's episode is all about millennials. Maybe you fit into that category like myself, or maybe you're older, younger. Anyways, on today's episode, Dave has a lesson to share about that wealth transfer that we alluded to. All right. And thanks, Nate. And here we go. I have a story for you that uh, uh, it's kind of one of those odd stories again, but let me share it with you. In preparing for this podcast today, my memory took me back to when I was around 10-ish. And so I'm just going to share the story. I grew up in a small Cape house south of Boston. And my bedroom was on the second floor. And just as you climb the stairs, you'd see a radiator. Anyone know what a radiator is? I do know, yes. You do, all right. Anyway, at the bottom of that radiator is a little metal grate that swivels open and you can have access to the pipes from there. When I was a little guy, for some reason, I decided to hide some money under that radiator. I remember I had a few $2 bills Anyone heard of those before? I've seen a few of those, yeah. Okay. You don't see them much in circulation, but uh, I I have seen a few. Yeah, I haven't seen any for a long time, but uh, they used to be a common denomination. Of all things, I had a bunch of dimes. And again, I was a 10-year-old, so dimes seemed to be important to me, I guess, that amount of money. And I had placed them in a glass cigar holder, of all things. Now, I know this sounds crazy, but I am certain of this, and I have not thought of that for decades until just now. Have you ever had that experience before where some experience from the past comes rushing back at you? It can be fun to hit the Wayback Machine and reminisce. The reason why I bring that up is, I wonder if that money is still there. Yeah, this whole time when you were sharing that story, I was kind of wondering if uh, maybe it lit on fire and burned up or or whatnot, but uh, I guess you don't even have an ending to that story. Do you even know what happened? I don't. I really don't. And... uh, I I totally forgot about it, and uh, it'll be interesting if it is still there. The point, I guess you could say, is, you know, we all have those stories, and some people that are listening today, they probably have their little uh, secret places that they hide their money, and uh, I don't know if that's the best idea to do, especially if it's a real amount of money, but uh, I know it's not the right thing to do. But anyway, I thought I'd share that story. All right, let's get into the real story about uh, millennials and the transfer of wealth that will happen. It always happens when one generation passes and they transfer their money to the next generation, and in this case, the boomers to the millennials. Well, right now, 52% of millennials expect to receive an inheritance of around $350,000. However, according to a survey by Alliant Credit Union, 55% of those baby boomer parents plan to leave them around $250,000. So there's a disconnect right there. 
The kids think they're going to get about $350. The parents think they will leave them about $250. Well, what's happened? What's happened is with inflation recently, politics and not getting things accomplished in the political field, and a potential recession on the horizon, this could mean trouble for the boomers, and they may not be able to leave as much to the kids as originally planned. Now, you might say, well, heck, $250,000 is good. Well, yeah, I mean, that's real money. But my point and the point of this story is don't plan on a inheritance from your family. If you get one, that's all well and good. But from what I read and understand, don't plan on it. Life happens and it may be in your family and you're going to be uh, up the river without a paddle, so to speak. Yeah, I personally... uh you know, I know Dave, as we've mentioned on this podcast, he's done very well throughout his career and his life, but I certainly don't expect anything, nor would I want anything, because uh, ultimately, only you are in control of your own life, right? So personally, I, I like that idea, Dave, where you mentioned, you know, prepare for yourself and That's don't right. expect anything. Yep. All right. Here's another interesting statistic. Only 23% of those boomers, these are the parents, feel confident that they will be leaving what they had originally planned. So one quarter, basically. So you millennials out there, do you think you'll be in the 23% group or the other group? The 77% who will receive less than they expected. Now, I will say that statistically, uh, there is a lot of families that don't leave anything. And I know several personally of my peers that their parents, unfortunately, they didn't have a plan to be good savers and they didn't receive anything from their, their family. So just be aware of that. Yeah, not just that, you know, life happens as That's right. As we've mentioned, right? You know, you don't expect to need healthcare or someone taking care of you every day, but unfortunately that happens for a good majority of people. Yeah, and so, you know, we're talking about wealth transfer and how the next generation is expecting, well, hoping would be nice, but they're really expecting a certain percentage of them are expecting a, a good size inheritance. But here's a couple of reasons why that may not happen, including the ones I just talked about. Another reason for the diminished inheritance is that four out of 10 are still supporting their adult children in some way. Yikes. That's insane. Now, you know, children, of course, you, you love the kids to death, you're going to take care of them. But the plan should be to teach them along the way, when they are children, how to be good savers and good investors and teach them about finance. You know. Um, I want to challenge you parents to make that investment in your children. Don't let that be a stumbling block to you when you're older, that you don't have a way to break away from your kids and have it so that the kids learn enough about finance and get a good education or a good career that they can support themselves. Uh, another thing is most parents plan to leave something. However, only 37% have a plan to do it. Did you hear that? 37% have a plan to leave the money, you know, how they're going to leave the money to their kids. Yeah, that kind of speaks to last week's episode and, and how, you know, procrastination and yep. not being organized, a lot of people aren't preparing. That's right. And as we've talked about in different podcasts, part of that plan is setting up an automatic savings in your account. And, you know, basically you get paid, you have it automatically transferred to your savings account. Another thing that you could do if you have a plan is, uh, you know, your side hustle. You know, do you have a way to earn extra money? Do you have a plan to grow your wealth? 
Do you have a budget so that you use your money wisely? Have a plan. Only 37% do that. All right. Money can be a tough subject to talk about among family members. And surveys show that three quarters of families don't talk about it with their kids. Three quarters. Most children just plan to deal with it after their parents pass. A better plan is to talk with your loved ones about it. Think of it this way. A discussion between parents and children should not be about the death. Instead, it should be about making sure you are doing your best to help your family with their emotional and financial planning for when the time comes and you do pass on. So does that make sense? Sure, you know, there, there is some money involved and, you know, maybe you talk about in general terms, but the more important thing is to discuss, you know, we all pass away. You talk about the emotional and financial part of it ahead of time, so it just makes it easier when the time does come. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of uh, a quote, and I'll probably butcher the quote, but raise your kids well or teach your kids well. Otherwise, you'll be teaching them and raising them when they become adults rather than, you know, them taking care of you, you'll be taking care of them. Yeah, that's right. Isn't that the truth? You know, you got to talk about money. You got to raise your kids well and, and hopefully so they're not dependent on getting money passed down to them as well. Yeah, and I'm a, a strong proponent of teaching your kids finances uh, for one reason is when kids learn the value of a dollar and they earn their money fair and square they're going to grow as a person and they're going to appreciate what they've done with their finances much more than if mom and dad bail them out when they they need money or just help them along the way. That helping really doesn't help that younger person succeed in life. When they're younger, of course, but when they get to a certain age, they need to learn, they need to grow and grow up as a person. And don't be the one to be the helicopter parent and try to take care of their every needs. It doesn't help them, it hurts them. All right, let me leave three points with you today. It's not a particularly long podcast, but some important things. And the main thing that uh, you think about is that transfer of wealth and how do you deal with it? Did anyone have a similar childhood flashback about the money story that I told today? Go ahead. Take a moment and think back to your childhood days. I hope it's a good memory. And if you care to, share with me that story. I'd love to hear it. Just go to the Save Like Dave podcast and drop me a line. I know it doesn't have anything directly related to this story, but it just was kind of a a fun experience for me to go back and, and maybe it is for you as well. The second one is, there is a disconnect with what millennials are expecting as an inheritance and what they may receive. My advice is don't expect anything and do your own planning for your own future. The last one that I have is, have a talk with the kids about your finances. It doesn't have to be exact dollars and cents, but about financial planning among the family is so important. It just eases the burden. It takes some of the stress away from when mom and dad do pass away. Yeah. And you don't have to be an expert. You know, you don't have to be a financial advisor or anything. You just need to be, you just need to have a basic understanding. And that's what we hope to provide here on this podcast. And obviously we've recommended other resources as well, whether that be Dave Ramsey or, or other resources. But, you know, I always think to be a good teacher, you just need to be one step ahead of the student. That's right. And, you know, if we can get anything, if we can give anything from doing these podcasts, it's to get you motivated to get out there and take action, get it done. 
And I know for some of you, it's extremely difficult. Some of you, probably half of you, you love talking about money and you'll get it done. But there's a big amount of you that it's a tough thing to do. You just, for whatever reason, it's hard for you to get off your couch, so to speak, and get it done. But please, put it on your calendar, get it done. All right. Taking action can be difficult. Life can be difficult. Take the time to teach your kids about money along the way. And then when you get older and have the talk, it will be a lot easier and rewarding as the kids will already be on the same page, financially speaking. That wraps up today's episode. Setting up the next episode, we title it Get With The Program. Now, that's not something you want to hear, right? Well, sometimes that might be just what we need to get going and complete a difficult program. Next week, Dave will tackle a difficult subject and give you a plan to achieve your goals. And because this is a podcast on money, I'm pretty sure he'll be having a word or two on that subject as well. Yeah, thanks, Nate. You know, that is, that's exactly right. It's kind of a psychological thing that I'm going to talk about. But yeah, we'll, we'll bring up the subject of money too, because it's related to it, right? Yeah. And, and honestly, success and failure, you, you talk to any great business person, a lot of it has to do with the mindset and the psychology. And a lot of times people don't realize, you know, maybe they are not successful in their job or they're not financially free or living paycheck to paycheck because they don't have the mindset to believe that they can or, or they're kind of self-sabotaging themselves along the way. Right. Before we go to a scripture, we do want to ask you to leave a review. If you enjoy this podcast, if you've been listening faithfully, we appreciate that. That means a ton for us. But the one thing you can do to really help us grow is, one, to share this with a friend, and two, to leave us a review. So if you could just go to your podcast app of choice, click on Save Like Dave, and you should be able to scroll down if you're using Apple Podcasts and write us a review and a rating. should only take 30 seconds to a minute. We'd really, really appreciate it. So Dave, go ahead and finish with today's proverb. All right. The proverb today is Proverbs 13, verse 11. Dishonest money dwindles away, but whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow.